Today on CityCast Boise, Minerva Jane is here to share the best places to find love in Boise this Valentine's Day. The Boise Weekly Advice columnist chats with me about her best and worst Valentine's Day experiences, fave romantic movies, and why, no matter the outcome, she absolutely loves love. It's Thursday, February 9th, 2023. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is CityCast Boise. Hi, Minerva. Hi, Emma. So let's just jump right in. What's it like to be single in Boise? Um, well, great. I think, you know, it's fine. We're a very like couple centric town, though. I believe the kids refer to it as cuffing, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. Everybody is, uh, <laughs> everybody uh, likes to get all coupled up. And I think that's great. I love love. So I'm always happy to see um, so many couples. But you know, I don't mind being single, really. It, it's kind of an empowering feeling for me. So I try not to get too jealous if I see a particularly happy couple. Luckily, through like my advice column and stuff, I also get to see that there are a lot of unhappy couples. So, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'm weighing that like, you know, okay, there there are ups and downs to both of the both of the statuses. <laughs> there were definitely times when I was single where I'd be like, I don't I don't think I there's a single couple I know that I like envy that relationship, <laughs> you know, like mostly I because being, being single can actually be really nice and fun and you don't have to like answer to anybody or work on work with anybody's schedule. It can be actually a lot of fun, like you said. But what tips would you give someone trying to find love here in Boise? Well, I think that for someone finding love in Boise, you're going to need to diversify how you're going about it. Um, unfortunately, and I really think this is such a just such a bane of so many people's existence, but online dating is a thing. Um, and, uh, it can be a terrible thing. Um, (laughs) but at least you can sort of like wade through the bad stuff before you like, hopefully get a good opportunity. I think that you really need to like protect yourself if you're going to go that route. But I think you also have to like get out and do things that you enjoy doing just to do them by yourselves Because I think that's a great way to like meet people who are also interested in the same things. But I think that if you're going to like find love, you got to be open to how love is going to come into your life. And that might not look like maybe some of the things you're familiar with. I tried online dating when I was single. I tried it for exactly two weeks. Um, <laughs> and my experience of it was like every everybody had a picture of a fish yes. in their profile. And this is not a complaint, this next thing. Every date I went on was with a wildland firefighter. Again, not a complaint. Uh, okay. And I've had friends from other ta- like other cities say that actually Boise is not a terrible place to do online dating. if As long as you kind of weed through, like using your profile to kind of weed through the people that you're not interested in. Right. And I think that that's a really important thing. If the vibe is off, the vibe is off. Listen to your intuition on that with people. But you are right. Even I get the fish, uh, the the fish (laughs) profile pictures. And I'm like, okay, first of all, sir, I am not going camping. (laughs) I I am not going fishing with you. I might cook the fish for you, but I am not going to go with you. They love to show the fish. They just love to show off their fish, don't they? (laughs) It's very Idaho. And like, you know, I kind of giggle about it because it's so stereotypical and, and stuff. But it's also 
kind of like, oh, if I have to look at one more fish picture. <laughs> one thing I struggled with with online dating and, and dating in general, uh, Boise is still such a small town, you know, and it can feel like uh, if you go to date somebody that like they've dated everybody, you know, you've dated some of their friends. Do you struggle with that? What a small little microcosm it can be? Well, I will tell you this. I do struggle with that. And I am not. Well, you know, I am. I'm not a cis woman. Right. But some of those same guys that are going out with my cis girlfriends are swiping right on my profiles and stuff. And so it does kind of get into this weird kind of area where it's like, what are the rules? But I try to default back to girl code for me. Um, So if, you know, they're a close friend and stuff, I will like really assess that. And then I go to the old adage, all is fair in love and war. As long as you're not like hurting somebody in the process and, you know, you're not going behind someone's back. Don't talk about me in my 20s, though. That was a whole other story. (laughs) Okay. And I know there are people out there who probably know that I had like, a tumultuous, you know, raucous good time in my 20s. But like now I really, (laughs) I really try to vet those guys and like, okay, is this going to hurt somebody I know? Is this going to hurt somebody that I love? And then I, and I try not to try not to go there. And most of the time I don't want to. I know what you mean, because like in my younger years, I was definitely not as ethical as I became later about dating. And it is nicer as you get older to date because you know yourself so much better. You know what you want a lot better. Like I tell my like younger single friends, like don't stress about being single. That's the fun of it is like getting to know what you like through dating. That's what I try to tell my kids. Like everything should feel like an adventure. But also my if I had dated somebody and um, they didn't work out, I am pass them along. (laughs) Like a friend of mine who's single and like, who should I date? I'll be like, oh, you should date this guy. He was really nice. Like, I'm perfectly happy to like pass that, pass that along and see if it works for someone else, you know? Oh, I agree. It's like romantic regifting. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) I don't like this kind of wine, so I'm going to give it to you and I hope you enjoy it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you maybe you like it. Maybe it'll fit you. It didn't fit me. What are some other than online and like getting regifted? What are some great places to meet other single people? Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, that's a good question. Um, funerals, um, family <laughs> reunions. No, I'm, <laughs> oh, the oh, Emmett. The Emmett's is my coming Emmett up. showing? I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but that I don't I don't I don't think I've dated anyone I was related to. Um, <laughs> Trying to think of like the people who have been in like really successful couples and stuff like that, you know, like what worked for them. Um, and, you know, a lot of times it really was just, you know, they happened to meet each other when they went out to the club one time. And I mean, n- not in like a bar culture way, because that can sometimes be murky on on on. Um, you know, ethical and stuff like that when people have been drinking and things. But I really think that like going out and and doing those kinds of things, I don't know how else you would really meet people. I think something I've sort of realized um, over the years of being single is that the best way to meet people is to not really try and meet people that like, if you just pursue the interests you like, you know, join clubs, book groups, like things like that. If you just sort of pursue meeting people in a platonic way, a lot of times you'll meet people along the way that you end up having romantic relationships with also, you know, and that can work out really well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I've met several people that I've been involved with through some of the like philanthropy work that I've done over the years, um, you know, being involved in those kinds of organizations where, you know, we have similar interests in mind and we also 
Um, you know, it, it kind of helps if you are somebody who wants to help other people to know, to, to be with people who get that. Or like, you know, political groups, I think that's a good place um, to meet people who are on the same page as you. Although I think that like political differences people can work through, um, I think it's rarer than not. <laughs> so I think it really is just about knowing who you are, what you like. And then when you involve yourself in those kinds of activities, you'll find people with the same values as you. What can a single person do to enjoy Valentine's Day in Boise? I know it can be really tough for a lot of people. Well, I think that if you have a hard time seeing people just going hog wild on love on social media and stuff, it might be a good day to unplug if you're single. I say, um, you know, maybe maybe it's a good night in if you if you have a hard time dealing with other people's love. But if you're like, want to get in the spirit of love, um, and it makes sense, you know, go out, you know, go do something. Don't be afraid to be uh, at the table by yourself. Or don't be afraid to go out with your friends on Valentine's Day and do a friend's Valentine's Day. I just don't think that people should prescribe to the idea that love is just one thing. And it's only, it only looks a certain way. And you know, you have to be in a couple's situation to enjoy Valentine's Day. You don't. I think one nice thing for me about getting older was realizing how the non-romantic relationships in my life really are as important and as nourishing as the romantic ones. Like over, I think as you get older, you finally, you know, I was a, I was a real boy crazy <laughs> person for a lot of my <laughs> life and uh, girl crazy too, I suppose. But like, I think as I've gotten older, I've really started to, to realize that um, I, this I'm very excited. I have, I, let's do our best Valentine's and worst Valentine's Day experience. And I have such a good worst one for you, but you go first. Best and worst Valentine's experiences. This is my best one. This is my favorite one just because it just seemed like the stars aligned for some reason. But I had been involved with someone uh, for a while and it really wasn't like working out. There were layers of complexity to it. Like you said earlier, Boise is a small town. And so like, if you deviate outside of any kinds of gender norms or your appearance norms, you know, that can be intimidating, especially to men. But I've been involved with this guy. And, you know, um, after that, he had gotten married. And I was sitting at the Egyptian theater watching with my friends. We were having a Friends Valentine's Day event. We were watching An Affair to Remember, which will just <laughs> gut you anyway. Carrie yeah. Grant and Deborah Carr and like, <laughs> oh, it's so great. We're watching it on the big screen and we're all like enjoying it, but we're all kind of like, oh, we're all single, like, ugh, whatever. And I got a text message and I looked down at the text message and it said, uh, my wife left me. What are you up to tonight? And it was Valentine's Day. Oh and I was God. like, oh. And like, we just had always had this real love for each other. And uh, we just, it was one of those moments where we both were just feeling it. We were both like so down and so sad that year. And like after the movie. I'm still not sure if this is a best or worst. So. I know, right? <laughs> I'm loving the surprise. <laughs> but no, and then it just ended up being just like a really romantic, really like affirming oh, kind of night. And yeah, so that I think was my best because I'm not spontaneous in general. I I very much like to plan things out. And uh, so that was one of the times where I also stepped out of my comfort zone. I think like sometimes when you're younger, you don't realize that like the heartbreak of love is part of it. That mm -hmm. like, like, you know, this man you were seeing and, and you feeling lonely and him having his heart broken and 
that doesn't have to be the worst part of love. It just is part of love. Like when you, it's okay to be sad about losing love. It's okay to have grief. And and actually that can be a beautiful part. This is only really because I'm a moper, Minerva. Um, I love a good mope after a breakup, yes. you know? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I, I feel that. And, you know, I realize that that story probably doesn't sound um, very exciting to people and it sounds like rebound stuff. And maybe it was, but, you know, I had been involved with him before he had been married. And so, you know, it felt good because it was a reconnection with someone I was comfortable with. And, you know, yeah. and I knew had no problems with me and like had no like shame about our relationship and, and stuff like that. Oh, good. Yeah. That sounds romantic and, and it can be, it's okay to comfort one another, you know, like, I think that that's also something that can kind of get like poo pooed or whatever, Mm. or looked down on in our society that like, yeah, it can be really hard to go through that grief. And sometimes you need to do it with other people too. Yeah, for sure. What about a worst? What's your worst? I think probably my worst Valentine's day was I had sort of been seeing this, this guy who was very, very nice, but he was very, very shy. We had some pretty significant political differences, which was fine. I can work through that usually. Um, and we we went out and we had like lovely dinner and he brought flowers. And I had made a lot of efforts to like read books that he liked and watch movies that he liked and things like that to help, to, you know, to try to get to know him and how he operated. And, you know, all of my attempts to get him to like get interested in some of the things that I was interested in were met with resistance. And so I had just found out that my favorite movie in the world was going to be shown on the big screen and it hadn't been on, it hadn't been on the big screen in many years. And I asked him to go (laughs) and um, he was just like, well, isn't that a chick flick? And I then like proceeded to tell him that it was not a chick flick and explain why it wasn't a chick flick and, you know, that it was my favorite movie and I've never seen it on the big screen before and I really want to go and watch it. And he just refused. And it kind of was like, I just felt really done. And I'm like, this is Valentine's Day. And I like the roses suddenly didn't really seem to matter. And the the sushi dinner didn't really seem to matter. And, (laughs) you know, the champagne didn't seem to matter. And it was like, yeah, you're just never going to get excited about the things that I'm excited about. You know, this wasn't the first example of that. And so it kind of felt like, okay, this is always going to be like on his terms. This is always going to be his priorities first. And it was one of those moments where I'm like, this isn't working for me anymore. It just felt like you just never going to take me seriously. So this is never, this is never going to work. So that was my worst in the grand scheme of worst Valentine's Day. That is probably pretty tame and pretty mild, but you have to remember that I'm, I, I really am very May Westian in my singlehood, my independence. (laughs) So (laughs) I was thinking of my best and like what you just said made me realize the reason I don't have a best Valentine's Day story is um, I didn't celebrate it for a long time. I was never in that into it. Um, And then when Alex and I got together, we kind of collectively we were like, let's not we're not going to I was like, we're not doing this right. Like neither one of us is very good at remembering dates or planning ahead <laughs> for things like that. So we were both like, let's not add extra pressure to this. But um, I think that's also partly because we're both very day to day thoughtful, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like in a relationship, both of us are always trying to help that person's day be a little better. And like you said, so like all the champagne and roses on the day doesn't make up for someone being like, I'm not going to watch your favorite movie. I don't care about that. Like. 
I think that the biggest thing about any relationship, romantic or not, is showing enthusiasm for some something that your friend, partner, you know, uh, mom also has enthusiasm for. And I feel like that's a big part of showing love is just, do you know how many Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> conversations I've sat through because of my sons where I'm just like, paladins, that's awesome, awesome. You know, like that's how you show love is showing interest. And I'm the same as you. My worst story isn't that bad. But it's very funny to me. And uh, I was dating someone I knew from a long time ago, but we were long distance. And he had been married right out of high school, just like me, to someone else, and had been raised very religious and really had experience with his wife of like 16 years. And then we started dating. And he was very adamant that like he was still fairly religious he was very sweet and thoughtful, but very inexperienced with women. And we were going to be apart for Valentine's Day. And he, leading up to it, had been saying, oh, I mailed you a special package. You're going to love it. It's so amazing. I think it's really sexy and romantic. And he kept alluding to the fact that he was doing something very sexy, which was out of the norm for him because he wasn't like super comfortable with that. So the package comes on Valentine's Day. Um, and I'm like all excited to open it. I do not know what's in it. I'm like, what could it be? But in this giant box was a Ziploc uh, gallon bag with some what looked to be clothing in it. And I called him and said, what is this? And he said, oh, well, you always think that I smell so nice. So after I was done working out, I took my workout clothes and my underwear and I put it in a bag for you so that you could open it and, and remember my smell. And I'm like, oh, well, that's like kind of a weird thing to do, but also like is romantic. It's like a thoughtful, like I wanted you to get my sense of my, the smell of me. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So then I, I, I hang up and I'm like, I open it and turns out um, Ziploc bagging, sealing your man sweat and mailing it across the country is actually a really bad idea. And it was so rank. It was so like I opened it and, and I literally started gagging and was like it was one of the most uh, horrific things I've ever smelled. And I didn't we did, of course, break up shortly after that because I was like, this is not, this is hilariously never going to work. We shouldn't have even tried this. Um, I think under the right circumstances, that would work really well for me. But like, probably in this circumstances, like right after you've been in the gym and like, you know. Yeah. So in the very beginning, you started out by saying um, that you love love. So tell me why. I love love because I think that love takes us outside of ourselves to appreciate other people. That is what I love about love. I think it allows us to try to be our best selves um, for the benefit um, of other people. And through the process of being better for other people, we're actually teaching ourselves to also be better for ourselves. Minerva, we here at CityCast, we love you and I love you. And I hope you have such a wonderful, sweet, perfect Valentine's Day. And thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about love. Yeah, thank you. I love you too. And I love CityCast. And I hope you have the best Valentine's Day too. And here's some news to know today. Boise Dev is reporting that Boise and Alexander Abel has filed suit against the city. He says home inspectors failed to review building plan changes to his home or address major code violations. His lawsuit alleges understaffing at the city's planning and development services department, so inspectors don't have enough time to catch unsafe conditions.
that's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.